0: Hi, Wine Moms, and welcome back to another episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. I am your host, as always, Emma Don, and in this part two episode is the rest of my wonderful conversation with Megan, also known on Instagram as the Trill Wine Wife. Make sure you check her out and stay tuned to hear the rest of our chat.
1: We're back with another episode of Mommy Wines with your favorite wine mom, Emma Dawn. Tune in while she shares her motherhood experiences, introduces you to motivational and empowering special guests, and sips away your sins in the mommy wines confessional mom life can sometimes get lonely and overwhelming so she created this relatable inclusive and supportive space for us to be ourselves let loose enjoy a glass of wine and laugh get ready for today's episode here's emma
0: before we get into today's episode i just want to talk about being a working mom for a moment before the pandemic hit i was honestly struggling to juggle it all getting up getting ready getting milo up getting him ready getting both of us out the door rushing to daycare leaving him in the uncertain care of a stranger then sitting in the stresses of rush hour traffic paying for parking in the garage of my downtown high-rise office skipping lunch and then leaving early just to be able to pick him up from daycare on time. Corporate finance didn't match me as a solo parent. And that's why I chose to build my own home bookkeeping business. You might not be in the exact same situation, but whatever your need for flexibility is, I created the home bookkeeper masterclass just for that. Professional and lifestyle flexibility. My course is now for a limited time being offered for only $99. In this course, I share everything I've learned about building and scaling my very own remote home bookkeeping practice. Enroll now at edjconsultinggroup.com under resources. So my first question, well, outside of the blue wine, because I just had to get that (laughs) off my chest. I needed your professional opinion, but what got you into wine? Because you seem so knowledgeable and you are, we set certified. And also what Um, was your first wine experience? Like what was the term wine for you? Um, I would have to say I started drinking wine. Um,
1: when I was I went to a festival. Like somebody invited me to a wine festival, and I was already like a drinker, as you can tell. My college stories. Um, so <laughs> Love them. I, They're my, very similar. My friend was like, "Oh, right. Oh, come, come, go to this wine festival with me." And I was like, "Cool." Like, you know, you pay for a ticket, you can try as much wine as you want. She's like, "Yeah, it's like fifty boost," and I was like what kind of shit is this like i've never heard no shit like this so we went to this uh we went to the wine festival and i tried so many different wines and because i am the way i am i want to know why it's like this or why it tastes like this or how do they make it or why is this so good or why do i like this one or why are you charging me this much for this bottle because that's crazy like no um so i want background information so I started researching a little bit about it and then I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll check it out. And of course, because I love drinking wine, like I was like, This sounds like a good idea. I mean I can learn about it and drink it. In order to learn about it, I have to drink it. This is a win win. Who the fuck? What, who else wouldn't do this? Um I want so, that job. Right, exactly. So, uh, we when we moved to Jackson because we moved to a couple of different places just because of my husband's job. We moved to Jackson. I started like looking up like wine communities and stuff on Instagram, and I was like, because I don't know anybody here, and I guess a good conversation starter would be to have some wine. So I uh, saw like a couple of posts from people that were local and I started going there and I started meeting some people. So now I have like a sommelier that's my friend and he's my mentor. So he tells me a lot about wines and the different things I need to do. And I've been learning a lot. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna try this. So I applied for a scholarship, um, for, um, a wine certification. I ended up getting the scholarship. I took the test, but you know, you don't get grades for like eight weeks. So still waiting on those results, <laughs> but I've already like, uh, like registered for the second one. So a lot of this stuff I learned just from my own research and like looking up stuff and researching and learning from him and stuff. And so I knew that this was something that I wanted to make fun I feel like when people think of wine, they think of like, oh, they're stuck up or, you know, I don't really like wine. I don't like that one because of this or this or this. And I wanted to make it open for everyone so you could feel comfortable because you don't want to go somewhere and somebody's like, oh, you know, what kind of wine do you like? Uh, I don't like wine or, you know, that might be a good conversation piece where you get a job out of that. Or it might be something where you can meet a new friend or, you know, it might be a lifelong friend. I have no idea. But I wanted to make it open for everybody. And, of course, bringing diversity and culture to wine was one of the things I definitely wanted to do as well. So I think with my facts, when you look at my posts, you know, they're fun. You look at the picture and it's gonna be eye catching because it's not like everybody else's. I don't hold the bottle and like smile and like I don't wear (laughs) like makeup and I don't care how my hair looks and I just be like whatever, fuck it. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna be myself because that's mom life. Like we don't know what's gonna happen. There's never a plan. We might have a plan in place, but that shit never goes the way that we want it to go. Just like my God. So. Like, preach that story let me, just, let me just be myself and do what I do and I think that's what catches a lot of people's um interest because yeah if I fucking drink from the bottle yeah I don't drink out the right glasses if I don't want to yeah I look like shit yeah who cares <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah but on um, you know but when you look at my captions you're gonna see I'm gonna give you those straight facts I'm gonna give you the what it's gonna be like on your palate I'm gonna give you what you're gonna be smelling I'm gonna give you what you compare it with or typically I pair with real life like my toddler throwing trucks around or you know my husband pissing me off or you know my twin just being sassy like she is but you know we want real life shit I don't want some oh you should do this with some lean meat and some poultry with some shrimp and you have to do it you have to sear it the right way fuck all that shit be yourself eat it with some fucking Doritos I don't care how you eat it drink (laughs) have fun live life (laughs) exactly oh my god so
0: I relate to that so much. And that's why I started following you on Instagram is because like, I heard a bunch of people talking about you and you, you know, (laughs) going back and forth, just seeing like, you know, the interactions and everything online. Uh I was like, Oh my God, I have to talk to this girl. Like I have to talk to her (laughs) and and it's because it is like super just authentic. And (laughs) one of the things is like, I'm not a wine professional. One of the reasons I started this podcast had nothing to even do with wine. i just right. it, I just thought it would be nice to i it's like a pun like mommy wines like mommy talks yeah, like I'm yep. like a yep. whiny mom yep. but like I just wanted to have a glass of wine, sit down with like real genuine, relatable women, and just yeah. open the door to conversation. And like, yes. I, love, I love wine, especially now, like you were saying, as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. handle, like, I, I can't drink the things I used to drink back in the day. So what got <laughs> me into wine is just kind of growing up. I didn't get into it mm-hmm. because like I'm some New York Michelin star chef or I'm some, you know, fancy French sommelier. I'm just a regular mom like you, like everyone else (laughs) who likes to enjoy a glass of wine. And yeah, we need to take a short break to talk about my favorite wine company that gives back. And that's one hope I'm proud to say and celebrate That One Hope Wine has reached over $6 million in donations. That's crazy. One Hope's award-winning wines are made by some of the most acclaimed winemakers in the industry. Blending traditional winemaking methods with modern techniques, each exquisite bottle becomes a catalyst for change. One Hope's commitment to high quality wine is as important as their commitment to the causes they support. Through the sale of every bottle, One Hope has donated over 6 million to impactful causes around the world. They have built a school in Guatemala, funded over 19,000 days of clinical trials for breast cancer research, planted a forest in Indonesia provided over 3 million meals for children in need, and found over 80,000 pets forever homes. If you're going to sip, then sip with purpose. They even just released the new tasting flights, mini bottles for you to have your own wine tasting right at home. Shop, ship, sip, one hope at onehopewines.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines link is in the show notes below
1: yes and you, you don't have to be technical about it or anything I feel like sometimes like when I talk to people I feel like you know they want me to give them those facts and everything and then once I kind of see how the conversation goes because I see that you're cool so I'm like oh I don't have to go through all that you know like the technical terms and everything like that just just drink it. If it tastes good. Okay. If it doesn't taste good. Okay. Why don't you like it? Let's move on to the next one. If you like this, let's look at this. But yeah, I'm, I'm a real mom doing real things and that's why my name is the way it is because <laughs> I'm very honest and I'm very real. Um, I can relate in so many different aspects. Like there's plenty of times where I'm just like when the pandemic started, I was like, Oh my gosh, they're going to close the liquor store. Like I was, I was in fear of my life because I thought they were closing the liquor store girl i was like oh my gosh i made my husband go to the liquor store i think i got boxed wine i got regular wine i got liquor i got i didn't know what was gonna happen i didn't i could i had to prepare myself mentally and physically with these kids you got wine instead of toilet paper (laughs) yeah You need to wipe your ass. Go take a shower. It's okay. You know, just drink some wine while you're in there. You know, <laughs> I had to think of the most important things and that is motherfucking important. Okay? Um <laughs> <it's a> priority. <laughs> so, is. so yeah, that's that's how I am. So I, I can't um there is a lot of people that are like that that are like you know, like super bougie and stuff and you know, that's cool or whatever. I can kick it with you, but I can also kick it with somebody else that doesn't know anything about wine, you know. Equal opportunity alcoholic. That is what I call myself. Because my God, I will cheers. drink wine. <laughs> I will drink wine with you. We can drink beer. I'll drink a PBR with you. We can take shots. I mean, you know, I just like to have fun. And truly me down, honey. Truly is my main bitch. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> I wish. I don't know. I don't drink soda. I've always been okay. a water person. So mean you. When the Trulies and all those hard seltzers came out, I was like, Uh oh my God, this is going to be the frickin' best because when (laughs) I go camping or when I go like on a boat or something, I don't drink beer. Mm -hmm. So it's always kind of like, I'm either the sober person or the person Uh everybody's Uh looking at because I'm carrying a bottle of wine on a boat. Like I don't want to be that person. (laughs) You know, I want to go to a football game and enjoy myself. I want to watch hockey uh-huh, yeah. and fit in, yeah. you know? So when the Trulies exactly. and, the, and the White Claws came out, I was like, oh my God, this is my saving grace. And, <laughs> but I was like, so it's water. So I'm going to hydrate mm-hmm. as I drink. So I'm like, no more hangovers. Right. No. Yes. No, no, that's not, no? no. They, <laughs> they give me the worst hangover. And I think it's because of the carbonation. Um, it makes me so bloated. I get like cramps after like the second one and, oh my gosh, this is tragic. It's, it is, it's It's. a loss. I didn't even know I would be mourning. Um, but I'm like, I had, I was so excited. I had so so much hope, but I think it's because I don't ever drink carbonation that my body just Mm -hmm. reacts like, what the hell is this? Why are you doing this Mm -hmm. to me? Um, mm-hmm. so my friend was like, Oh, well, why don't you just get regular seltzers and drink like half a one a day and work your way up. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to build my tolerance for <laughs> truly okay.
1: <laughs> just scratch the plan. Just, just let's, uh, it. let's come up with something else. I'll let scratch everyone
0: it. look at me with my bottle of wine on a boat and I'll just like live my life, whatever. I'm too old to right. be changing my ways. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> live your best life. I think. I think I like this seltzer so much because I I like seltzer water. Like, I can drink just carbonated water. Like, oh, I really? love just plain, like, yeah, like plain seltzer water. Because I drink a lot of water. Because it, you know, it's coffee, water, wine. Coffee, mm-hmm. water, wine. <laughs> so, it's my routine. That's me. Um, so... Um, yeah, I drank a lot of like, uh, sparkling waters and LaCroix and stuff like that before. So when I had the Truly, I was like, oh my gosh, and it's going to be like a little bit of a buzz. This is the best like play date drink ever.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. There are so many segues in to what we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be playing a game. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think. <laughs> We are going to be playing a game of truth or drink.
1: (laughs) I need to go get my bottle. (laughs) Olivia, text my husband and be like, hey, can you bring my bottle here? I'm going to need it because I'm pretty sure it's going to be me drinking. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Can you bring my bottle, honey? (laughs) All right. I'm ready. Game on.
0: Okay. Maybe I'll insert some cool some cool music there game show music <laughs> so the first one is have you ever used something that's not a baby wipe to wipe during a diaper change like have you picked up oh, a sock yeah. off the floor a shirt
1: yeah <laughs> yeah a she shirt had- a pad uh toilet paper I was just like uh just put some water on this and uh yeah uh yeah definitely have done that so I drink right (laughs) no you
0: told the truth you drink when you don't when you don't want to answer
1: the question Mm. oh my gosh you got the game all wrong already
0: (laughs) my son so we live in northern Nevada and his grandparents live in southern Utah so it's like six and a half seven hours but when he was a baby, I took him down for the first time to like see his grandparents when he was like six or seven uh-huh. weeks old. And it was a 10 hour trip. And newborns, yeah. they do nothing but nurse and shit. Nurse yep. and shit. Yep. And I'm like, yep. he was not even done nursing before he would like just explode. I'm like, yep. are you even yep. getting nutrients?
1: Yes. Like, aren't you supposed this to ones like they go all the way up their back? <laughs> yes. So, oh, I don't miss
0: that. As the first time new mom I was with a baby who has just only been in my house until this experience, pretty much. Um, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring like one pack of diapers and like a mm-hmm. a, a a pack of wipes on this trip for you know five days. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We, (laughs) we ran out of wipes halfway there. (laughs) So I, I have the hatch of my SUV open and I'm laying him out to change him. And I like run out of wipes and I'm like, literally we're five hours into this trip. (laughs) And I just start reaching for whatever's in my trunk. I'm like, (laughs) and then, you know, I just go and then I can't throw it on the side of the road, so I have to wait until right. like, the next rest area. Oh. So the car oh, was awful. Oh my god, miserable. Misery. <laughs> so bad. Oh and then this is the next question has been a really hot question lately. And I think it's because a reel has recently went viral. But we've talked about it on the podcast recording on Friday. And I'm going to ask you this now because you are real, you're authentic. I feel like you're not going to lie to me, but the question is, and you can drink if you don't want to tell the truth. (laughs) Do you enjoy playing with your kids?
1: No, (laughs) not at all. What the fuck? I thought this was going to be a hard one. Girl, fuck no. I do not. That's I I don't at all. So I try to find stuff for them to do so they can either play with themselves or others. I don't like it at all. I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I'm a I love my kids, but I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't like fucking playing with them. Like, no. It, I take So
0: Milo is into trains, and I noticed your son is also mm-hmm. into Thomas the Train but oh, everything <laughs> but he is really into trains and for christmas i would his dad texts me and he's like what does he like like what does he want did he tell you anything mm-hmm. you know for christmas and i was like dude the fucking kid does nothing but play with trains trains oh all day my. okay so now my entire house is overwhelmed by trains because i bought him trains and then his dad also bought him trains so now mm-hmm but we have those old um like the wooden train tracks that mm-hmm. you like just put together i uh-huh. love building those train tracks for myself like i like okay. cre- i like the creativeness of building the most right. bomb ass track the floor has ever seen right but- What makes me mad and is why I can't stand playing with my kid is because he is a destructor. He comes through and he'll play for like five minutes. It took me an hour and a half to build a track that goes all the way around our house, right? He comes in, plays five minutes, and then starts kicking stuff. And he's like, I'm Godzilla. And I'm like, "Mm -mm. get your Godzilla ass out of here, kid. You got to go. This is my track. I spent my life. Sweat and tears have gone into this and you're just ruining it
1: you gotta go guys it's, it's so true like my son is really into the hot wheels cars so of course everybody's asking me what does he want for Christmas get, get hot wheels I don't, I don't care I've got like we've got like over a fucking thousand cars I feel like the shit is just everywhere <laughs> and so thank you it's just everywhere so I um I stepped on them you know, and you're like, okay, I'm not going to lose my shit. I'm going to put it up and I'm going to, you know, wait. Then he dumps all of them out, all on the floor and everything. Like they don't care. The kids do not care. They're like, oh, okay, that looks nice. Kick, push, don't care. Ha, you took some time to do that. You shouldn't have. Like, <laughs> so I feel you on that. I totally feel you.
0: He does. He dumps everything out. I would tell him because he has the little storage thing for his toys that has all the removable bins. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I'm like, okay, go in there and get this one thing. And he comes out with the entire bin and then just dumps it on the floor. And I'm like, yep. You one yep. thing. One one thing.
1: Yep. I made a TikTok uh, about that. Like, you know, I just miss cleaning up just my room or just the kitchen. It's like I'm cleaning up everything. He had shit everywhere. I have to send it to you. He had shit everywhere. <laughs> you know, that's normal. Every day.
0: <laughs> Every day. I've given up. <laughs> I used to, my Ooh. friends who used to come over and I had this one friend when I lived in Northern Nevada the first time, cause I moved to Salt uh-huh. Lake for work and then came back uh-huh. and she would like randomly pop in. Like she's one of those friends that would just like come over and like, just not knock. Like she'd just walk in the door yep. or she'd see us outside, you know, and she'd just be like, yep. pull her car over and come on in, which I yep. didn't care. But back then my house, was always perfect because I had planned on staying home with Milo and uh-huh. so like I had pushed other things aside I had like creative projects I was working on like mm-hmm. this podcast actually used to be a blog um <laughs> and then my blog readers were like you need to start a YouTube channel and I'm like oh uh-uh, hell no so I started oh uh, yeah I don't like being <laughs> on
1: camera <laughs> I totally agree with that
0: but I I would like blog during his naps and back then he napped like two or three times a day.
1: Yeah, I don't get naps either. He doesn't nap
0: now. All. I work my my business. I have mm-hmm. my podcast. I have mm-hmm. the nonprofit that I'm working on, and I have other creative projects. And my kid, mm-hmm. who is supposed to be in school, we are now yep. homeschooling, and it's yep. a pandemic. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I used to follow you around with like a a disinfectant wipe and a Dyson but (laughs) fuck it you know I'm gonna clean clean my house like once every two weeks when he's gone with his dad
1: (laughs) yeah yeah like my husband like he's a unicorn okay let me tell you why um I think guy like brought him down to me because he knew I was just you know a messy kind of like fucked up person so I needed (laughs) somebody to make sure that they helped me you know through those and still love me and love my crazy because I am crazy so Aren't he like right now he's like cleaning. He cooks. He cleans. He can do five loaves of laundry in one sitting. I mean, wash, dry, fold, hang up, and put everything stuff up. Five loaves, one day, not a drop is left. He even matches socks, girl. He what? He matches socks, girl. Yes. What? So he does that. He goes to the grocery store. He has. Is he, he makes one a of those list. guys he, that enjoys it? Like yeah. no, I, think I used he to. He doesn't it. want me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That
0: that might even be better. I used to date this guy who was kind of OCD. So he had to switch his laundry to the dryer as soon as it stopped washing because he was like worried about the smell of mildew. When I'm like, I start everything. I start the dishwasher. I start the laundry before, like when we leave the house, I'm like, I just, I just turn everything on. Exactly.
1: Like, (laughs) <laughs> whatever happens happens like I I'm like it oh it washed I don't feel like putting it in the dryer I'm just gonna wash it again it's all right like oh, no, I do that he, all the time yeah, like he, when he gets really mad he cleans the bleach <sighs> girl like he makes up the bed like he like like he he's like babe I don't want you to have to do it because I know you got a lot to do with the kids and everything so I'm gonna do it for you see
0: okay. kids are a lot of work <laughs> like I don't think people they realize are. They and oh
1: We need more wine. Yeah, that's yeah. You're gonna need some shots after this. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and
0: I I feel like so that also brings me into Mm -hmm. a question that I had prepared outside of the game, but and we can turn this into a truth or drink question. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the wine mom culture and the shaming around it? Because I am gonna tell the truth on this. I think that if, if somebody you, like, you know, is, a over the top wine mom and they're taking it a little too far, you know, mm-hmm. and then they, they turn back and then they blame their own problems on like, oh, this is wine mom culture. That makes me so mad because I am somebody you got to take responsibility for your own shit.
1: Right. But right.
0: I feel like my grandma used to keep a bottle of vodka underneath her kitchen sink Uh and swear Uh up and down to mother Mary that she has never tasted a lick because she's from the South of alcohol. And I'm like, girl, you are lying. You're lying through your teeth. (laughs) And, and I feel like there's this like thing that women are starting to overcome with having to be perfect and I feel like with social media and what me and you and other moms on Instagram are doing is showing the real, raw, relatable side of motherhood. Uh And I feel like being a mom, you're so overly stimulated. Mm -hmm. It's it's constant noise. It's constant dodging Legos and it's tidying up and all of the things. Yeah, that like to kind of unwind at the end of the day a glass or two of wine, just, it helps. It's nice to have like that personal time to yourself where you can watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy when the kids have gone to bed, Mm -hmm. you can drink a glass of wine and it's like Mm -hmm. this calm, but also like fully adult thing you're doing. Like this is a grown up thing. (laughs) And that's kind of what got me into wine because I'm like, oh, it's fun. I can learn all about it. I can, you know... And it's been interesting to like go on the like learning process instead of just being a consumer. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, this is like my one grown up thing throughout the week that I'm like, I can come back to and I feel put, I feel put together when I drink wine. Uh Now, Mm -hmm. if I was still back in the day drinking Boone's farm and MD 2020, I'm sure I wouldn't feel put together because I didn't then and I won't now, (laughs) but like. When I open a nice bottle of wine, I sit down and I watch a grown-up show that has no animation. Yep, yep. Yep. It's like, that is Wine Mom to me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Wine Moms, I have a confession. Coffee is one of my major food groups. (laughs) Having my son home with me all year through a pandemic... Expanding my home bookkeeping practice, EDJ Consulting Group, getting my nonprofit program, Sterling Lives, approved, beginning to homeschool, starting sports, getting roped into being a coach. It's honestly what keeps me going and retaining the little bit of sanity I have left. Coffee over cardio is my go to lifesaver it's owned and operated by female entrepreneur abby scott and it's all carb free sugar free keto friendly and gluten free with super fun flavors like birthday cake cinnamon bun french toast vanilla hazelnut my favorite and so many more you honestly can't go wrong coffee over cardio has all your coffee accessories like tumblers and frothers, creamers, and my must-have hydrate. You can add to coffee or water, upping the flavor and hydration with electrolytes. Abby is seriously a genius. Get 10% off when you use my code 10 Don and free shipping on orders over 85. Once again, that's code 10 Amadon, and the link is in the show notes below. Okay, wine moms, let's get serious, but just for a moment. For years, I have been dreaming up and working on putting together a nonprofit program to aid the youth aging out of the foster care system. Recently, I submitted this idea to the heads of the Department of Child and Family Services here in my state, and thankfully, my program was approved. They saw an overwhelming need, and the Sterling Lives program is now moving forward. But to make this a reality, we will need more than the little bit of government funding allocated for these youth. Most of these youth aging out will face homelessness, addiction, incarceration, or worse. At best, many continue the cycle of negativity by entering into criminal organizations and gangs, or abusive relationships that result in unwanted pregnancies, poverty, unsafe work trades, leading to even more children entering the foster care system, and families living off government welfare. To break these chains and end the cycle, the Sterling Lives program is dedicated to helping aged out youth transition into healthy, productive adults, granting youth eco-friendly and affordable housing, safe work opportunities with flexible schedules to prioritize mental health, education, and job training, all while boosting America's rural economy with sustainable, environmentally focused tourism. Ways you can help are by snagging up some MWP merch, drinking One Hope wine, and donating directly at the Sterling Live's GoFundMe. All links are in the show notes below.
1: So I had never heard about like the mom wine shaming and stuff like that before. I think because I, I don't know. I think maybe I would just, if I saw it, I'd be like, oh, okay. If that's good for you. um, Me, totally different. Um, I totally agree with you because I think a lot of times with us being at home with our kids, we're just used to doing the same thing, the same schedule over and over again, making breakfast, cleaning it up. Um, making lunch cleaning it up watching a show with them taking this showing ABCs let's learn colors look you know all these different things and we have so many different things going on just like to have that time where you can just relax and just have a glass of wine or whatever now I can say there are a lot of times that my kids like frustrate me and I'm like um I need to go ahead and like take a shot or something to calm my nerves because I do not want to yell at these kids anymore let me let me get it together because (laughs) right now you guys are testing my patience you want my gangster to come out and I don't (laughs) have time today so, you know, there is earlier happy hour days for me sometimes because I, I, I used to with pandemic first started. I was like, I don't know I'm going to do this. I'm drinking all day. I was like, oh, who knows what's going to happen? But now I have sent myself um, a happy hour time. So at 6 p.m., I know that I want to have all my stuff done, all my stuff that I need to use my brain for. Because when I drink, I drink like I'll have a glass of wine and then I might have two and then I might have the bottle. I mean, fucking who knows? Who knows what could happen in a day? OK, but. <laughs> I I feel like that is the time where I can watch an adult show or something like that. We finished homework or we finished doing all of my daily duties and chores and all that kind of stuff. And that's my time. Um, but I don't think anything's wrong with that. I don't I don't see anything wrong with, you know, there is a woman I used to work with. And every night at a certain time, her and her husband, she would have her scotch. He would have his whiskey. They would have their drinks. They would eat dinner, have another drink after dinner. And that was their night. Unless it was a Saturday because Saturday was for vodka. Um, But (laughs) there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with taking that time because like we're just prone to be quick, quick, quick. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do this. And then even when we lay our heads down to go to sleep, we're thinking about all the different things that we have to do. Like so to take that time to relax. To watch a show i'm all for it i am and you know it's not like i'm getting my wine and i'm like oh i'm gonna drink this because i'm having this tonight and um it's 14.5 it's a napa cab, a napa valley cab And <laughs> no i don't give a shit i'm gonna drink what i want to drink like i'm drinking a riesling right now because it's nine percent i know i have to function for the rest of the day so i know <laughs> if i start with this i'll be okay and i can drink my big bold baddies later but i'm not like sitting here analyzing my wine and doing all that like i'm just drinking it to be drinking to relax yeah, If I could smoke weed, I would do that, but I can't. So, <laughs> you know, so uh, what Nevada. you do to make you feel good. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it's also a form of self-care. Like, you know, they always tell us, oh, you need to self-care. Or you need to do this. You know, this is my self-care because it's the only time I have to myself. I can't go out and do these different things. I have children. Like, you know, my husband's not, like I told you, he's not here during the week. So I'm doing everything myself. So if this is what I need to do to make me feel good, don't try to shame me on that shit. I'll shut mm-hmm. your ass down. <laughs> shut it down <laughs> I oh my god I
0: it's so funny because like there's sometimes I will have a guest on the show and they'll be like mm-hmm. yeah I get so much hate in my inbox like I'm with you girl and then other times there I have women on the show that are like mom shaming what is that and I'm like oh, are, I've you, never, are you getting heard of
1: it see I've never had, I
0: had like one I, thing Mm -hmm. I posted me and Kayla's podcast episode went way long because we got Uh real chatty. I think between her and I, she drank a bottle. I drank a bottle. The conversation was just going. So I split her episode (laughs) into two episodes. I did like a part one and a part (laughs) two. And before that, and I didn't even notice this because when people schedule, they schedule themselves. I have the Mm -hmm. Calendly and it allows me Mm -hmm. to set the times that I'm available. And then it's just easy for them to choose when they're available. So like when people record with me, I never, I don't plan it ahead of time. Um, Mm -hmm. so like, I had another bookkeeper I reached out to. I was like, oh my God, I need Uh to talk to you because it's a pandemic. People are going crazy. She also works with small business. She does. (laughs) This is my dog. I can hear you now. (laughs) I I muted it because she was barking. Go on, you big beast. Um, But I had a woman named Rachel on the show who is a single mom and she also runs a remote accounting practice and she does okay. bookkeeping and accounting for small businesses. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's what I do. I need to talk to you. Uh-huh. And her episode went right before Kayla's episode and Kayla's episode uh-huh. was split into two because we just
1: right. got crazy. Had a great time.
0: We had a great time. We we're drinking for exact conversation was going. Yeah. We still talk after her episode, <laughs> like probably three or four times a week. It's <laughs> I love it. Um, it's one of the reasons I love this show, but yes. I, got, I got a bunch of, and I got to go back and see if it was like January or February. I don't know. It was kind of recent. Um, but I got a bunch of DMS in my messages of people that are like, um, why, why are you posting two women of color back to back? Are you trying to prove something? I was like, prove what? And I had to like go back in my podcast. And I'm like, who did I post? You know, whose episode went live last week? And they were like, they were like, oh, is somebody calling you out for being a racist? I was like, no. And they're like, oh, everyone's, everyone's about diversity nowadays. Are you hopping on that diversity bandwagon? I'm like, what are you talking about? I had to go into my anchor and look at what the, what episodes went live. Cause I like Uh edit them produce them, schedule them yeah, and yeah. whatever. And I just do it in order. So I didn't plan it, I didn't think twice about it and then I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't think twice about this. Am I a problem?" Oh. Like girl. Is it be- like I was just like, "Oh, this is an episode. This is an are episode." I was girl, like,
1: "Are you oh, so bad." And then are you ready for my response cuz oh. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm I'm ready whenever you're ready okay ready girl first of all the people that slide up in your inbox and say some crazy and they're probably not gonna like me either because they're like oh my gosh she curses so much oh my gosh fuck that okay <laughs> that's how I feel about that first of all the people that go into your inbox and say things like that are the people that are racist um if you can see if you can notice that there is a person of color or a person that is not the same and you notice that and you make it a topic for yourself to think that you can open up your mouth and say that to somebody, you are racist because it wouldn't matter. It's a woman. It's a mom. It's somebody that you can connect with. And I I'm not saying that because I am what I am, but you don't, the people don't know people that are racist or people that have problems with people of a different color or have an issue with that are people that call those things out. Like for me, I wasn't like, oh, okay, well, let me go and see if this is a white person or a black person or an Asian person, or I'm not like that. Like, no, like my family's mixed. So nobody knows what I am. Oh my God. I mean, it, you just look at me and you're like, oh my gosh, you're black. Okay. It stressed me
0: out so bad because I was like, I reached yeah. out to Rachel because I was like, she's a single mom. She has boys. She's an accountant bookkeeper. I'm like, we are the same freaking person basically. And what I loved is that her boys were a little bit older. Like she has some teenager, mm-hmm. she has a teenager, like a preteen and then a younger boy. Mm-hmm. And I just have the yeah. one, just me and Milo. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to get, she's going to have like so much insight on like boys mm-hmm. as they grow up. Mm-hmm. And like, you right. know, she's been doing this way. Like she's been running her business way longer than me. Yeah. And then but- Kayla, mm-hmm. our episode just went long. So she got... T- two episodes, because <laughs> I was like, I can't. Everything was gold. I was like, I can't right. like cut any of this out. I'm just going to split it in two. And then, like, I was. I think, honest to God, I probably uh-huh. got more than sixty messages. And then I was sitting there, mind blowing, reading what like people were sending me in the messages. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about it. Should I have thought about it? And like, am I a part of the problem? Because this isn't something I'm thinking about. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, caused me so much stress
1: because I was like, man, I I didn't notice. Should I have noticed? I'm like, yeah, no, that just shows. That's just like those people that say, well, I have one black friend. They're so funny and they're so cool. Like, (laughs) that's the kind of thing, you know, what I'm saying like, it's just like. (laughs) Okay, I I know this. Oh my gosh, no! I but I do know this black person that works the bookstore that I talk to sometimes. That's the same kind of people. <laughs> that's the same kind of people that were in your inbox. Those are called hating ass bitches. Okay, hating ass bitches will do stuff like that, and they will sit there and throw your game off because they're so used to being themselves. They feel like that's how everybody else should be. Because you didn't notice, it shows that you're a real human being and that you're raised right. Okay, these are probably the same people that you know said that you know, the people on the Capitol was, you know, it was nothing. It was it's fine. You know, so you got to think of the people that That's not um, fine. That is straight up ra- domestic terrorism. Girl, no, no, no. They thought that was, fine. <laughs> um, that, was that was peaceful. It was peaceful Huntie Okay. Okay. Um, but it's it's just like there's just certain things that people say that shouldn't come out of their mouth, but they also feel that it's social media, and they kind of hide behind their name and stuff that they can say whatever. Ooh, don't yeah. let that don't lose sleep over that. I know it can be like really hard, but it's not that people are into diversity now. It's just something that has always been there. It's just never it never happens because of people like that. So um I'm sorry that happened to you because that is wrong, and you're you're not wrong and people, it's really bad because it, it goes back past that. It's not even what you're doing or who you're interviewing or anything like that. It's because people mainly just look at color. If I was to be on the phone and you never saw who I was, you would not know what I was. Okay. You wouldn't know for my name or anything. And that's because when my parents named me, they wanted me to make sure that I could get into the door. I can get an interview or anything like that. So if you see Megan on, you know, something, they're like, Oh, okay. Come on, come on in. It's because, my family knew what was going on I mean people of color be people that have that are diverse different ethnic backgrounds they know what's up we know how people talk about us we know how things go but because of that we had to learn to be a certain way or do certain things or anything like that tiptoe around I'm just not that kind of person but I feel bad that they said that to you so totally ignore them I hope they unfollowed you and do not (laughs) think that you're wrong you're absolutely right
0: I, I hope they didn't unfollow me. And I hope they're listening to this right now. Oh, yeah. Tell them to slide in my inbox. I
1: got i for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I slide got into now. her inbox. The woman who doesn't even know what mom shaming is. I'm like, oh, she'll tell you something. She'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> See, but. You, she be mean, running, she, they're going to be running off of Instagram with their tail behind. Their, they
1: are. Between their legs. I can't wait. I can't wait, I'll be there with a bottle. Check me, boo
0: <laughs> now that kind of leads into something else is i was I was yeah. curious because so throughout uh March, there's been all of this women in wine and all of this stuff about oh. uplifting oh. the women in wine, but then in February. Um, I was listening to an episode way back, like God, like last summer, Caitlin Bristow, who was on the bachelor and the bachelorette, she has a podcast called off the vine. And she had one of the past bachelor, uh, contestants on her show as a guest who is now like a sommelier, but she's kind of doing what we're doing, which is just making wine easy, Mm -hmm. like breaking it down, keeping it simple Mm -hmm. and just making it fun. Yeah. Um, And she was talking about how like the wine industry is so like dominated by like white men. And I'm like, wait, I see only women in wine. Mm -hmm. But as I've kind of gotten in more into the wine Mm -hmm. industry, my curiosity is sparking and I've learned more about it. Like, what do you kind of think of the diversity that's happening more women coming into the wine, the wine world and where it's going to go, because I see so many women popping up who are like doing that. Like what we're doing is just yeah. breaking the wine down and keeping right. it fun.
1: Yeah. Um, I do see more women in the industry. I think it, but I think it's been a whole like Change because before it was such a culture shock for a woman to be in wine, or for um, you know for somebody that's not white to be in wine, um, because it was known for you know it's high society, it's for rich people, it's for this type of person, it's for this type of person. And when you think of that, it was mainly connected to white males. White males usually have money. They're usually ones that run companies. They're usually you know the people that can uh, open a hundred dollar bottle of Dom Perignon or anything like that. But somebody now, needs to
0: tell Boone's fine. Oh,
1: <laughs> somebody needs to tell him something. Who who's running that? <laughs> right, I, I need to know. I need to know what they put in that because I don't know what's in there. <laughs> but I think it's 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 shifting where there is more women that are thinking out of the box that are thinking, I can do this. I can run this vineyard. I can create wine, I can do this. So I definitely think there is gonna be more women in wine. There's gonna be more diversity in wine. There's gonna be more culture in wine. Um, And just because people are starting to um, understand it's not just for one person, it's for everybody the united states of america is for everybody it's not just for one type of person so i also look at that like you know just working with companies and everything like that you want to make sure that it's open to all not just for some um so i I do see the change there and that i'm glad about the change i'm happy about it um but it is still it's still something that everybody's working towards to make that change it's not going to change all of a sudden but it takes time so but they're taking time, and you know, people are learning more. They're going to school for it. They're getting these certifications. That's why you see women in wine um, uh, scholarships, or you see diversity in wine scholarships, because people are actually wanting that change in wine. You know, it's it like I said, it's for all. So why not give all a chance to be able to do that?
0: Definitely, I I just I just think of wine, and I think of women. I I don't know why. But like, like, (laughs) I feel I've never, like, honestly, I've never even known a guy, dated a guy, been on a date with a guy who drinks wine. Mm -hmm. And I think because of like, just my experience, I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's when I go out to brunch with my girlfriends back in the day, Uh you know, Mm -hmm. you could do that. And I lived in Cleveland because that's where I'm from. Uh So I'm like, well, when I lived in a city that had brunch, not this wild, wild west, and when <laughs> before the you know the pandemic <laughs> back when everybody had right. lives you know we'd go out to dinner we'd go to happy hours we'd go to brunch and it was always uh-huh, uh-huh. groups of women yeah. having wine and yeah. when i even like um it's different out here but like we would have like professional networking cocktail parties uh-huh um the women would all be drinking wine the men would have bourbon, scotch, whatever, mm-hmm, right? Um, gin and tonics, that kind of stuff. I'd never even had that correlation of men and wine. It's always been a th- like a female thing for me.
1: And then mm-hmm.
0: as I've kind of gotten more into the industry, I've talked to more winemakers and more people mm-hmm. who are in the wine world. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, my brain is just like, Phew. I'm like that little emoji with yeah. like the explosion. It's in like the time. mind blown.
1: Yeah.
0: i'm like because it's just i feel like wine is so
1: it, wine is so female i would yeah I, like dainty and like cute and like you know i don't want to yeah. touch i would love to have a white wine spritzer like yeah you know, there is um girl I, I think it's because of maybe the environment you were in i've always seen like a lot of men i've always seen like a lot of white males with wine and cigars um, I thought that was like more of a male thing. Um, And then with the wine, I know that a lot of women would order a certain type, either Chardonnay or Moscato. It was never anything beyond that. And so what I came across is that there is more people and more women that are getting into wine and men are the ones that run the company. You know, mm. <laughs> men are the ones that create it. And so then they have the workers or they might have somebody tending to their vineyard that is a woman, but they're never noticed you know, because it's that person that came in, he brought the money, he created this, his name is on the label. So, um, but I did see more males drinking wine. Now in the South, I've noticed that it's more of like Scotch whiskey, bourbon, beer, tequila, stuff like that. And that's like what my husband drinks as well. Um, but then if I'm with my uh, friend, a sommelier, I see the men drinking wine or I see that they know more about it. And I want to be able to pull up a seat at the table as a woman and say, this is the breakdown of this wine. You know, I want to be knowledgeable of what I'm speaking about. And that's another reason why I was like, you know, let me go ahead and do this wine certification and get this rolling. Because, you know, I want other women to see me and be like, um, I see that she's done it. I see how she is. Why not let me try and do those things? Um, and that's what's happening with the women that are producing wines, that are creating wines. He saw one woman do it and said, you know, I can do this as well. Let's not push the envelope. Um, and it's, it's just, I, I think it's beautiful to see. I think it's been wonderful just seeing the expansion of women all across the country working together, doing things together. And I think it took a lot with the past, like, probably like the past elections and things of that nature that women are starting to step up more. Like, let me pull my foot down and show what that I can do. You know? So I I think it's wonderful. I I love to see it. Love it. I love it too.
0: And you have to remember, like, think about it. It's like our generation, like our moms didn't have. Like the same opportunities that we do and like our grandmothers didn't have the same opportunities that oh, yeah. their daughters had. Right. So, when I think about it, I think of my grandma hiding vodka under her kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it wasn't
1: yes, <laughs> to, <laughs> yes. to yes. now
0: me having this show and I think just ha- the, just the show having the opportunity to have open, judgment-free conversations Like, I I bet we're learning from each other right now and we're just having a talk, drinking some wine, you know? And I think the more we do that, there's, there's no downside. We're just going to continue to grow. Right. And like, I remember, like, I was thinking about this the other day and throughout like the time where the pandemic and everything kind of shut everything down Mm -hmm. was my mom ran a home healthcare business. She Uh took care of like older sick people in their homes, went and visited them, you know, helped to put the doctor's appointments, gave them medicine. Um, but back then, oh my God, she would never have had the opportunity to have a remote business. And I think Mm. about that when I'm, I get frustrated because my son Uh and I are always together.
1: You know, sometimes it's overwhelming.
0: Like I, I sometimes like put him to bed, and then I'm like, "Oh my god, thank God it's fucking bedtime." Yeah. But then, yes, I, yes. But then I think like, how lucky am I to be able to have the opportunity to live in this day and age, to live in mm-hmm. a world that you know maybe going through a pandemic, but is like the people nowadays are just so open. To, you know, like doing the next thing or having the flexibility, like I'm able to run my business from this tiny Mm -hmm. little foldable device (laughs) where my mom literally had to like go see people in person, like, and then, oh. I just like, I get racked with guilt because I'm like, oh my God, like I'm so freaking lucky. Why am I wanting my kid sure. to go to bed? Like I get to have, I get to spend so much time with him and then he wakes up and then I'm grateful. And then by 3.30, I'm like, go to fucking bed. Yeah, and yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. so like, that,
1: But that's the cycle of Don't feel, yeah, don't feel bad about that or because of somebody, everybody has their own struggle. You have your own struggle for yourself and that doesn't mean that your struggle is, um, not as bad as my struggle. I have my own struggles. You have your own, and it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent or you're wrong for feeling that way. You're human, okay? You have all the things. You're doing the right thing. You're taking care of your kid. You have shelter. You have food. Don't put that on yourself. Like, oh, I feel bad because, girl, no, you're doing a damn good job, okay? Keep that shit up, okay? <laughs> Don't think like that. And all women, all moms, think like that. I be ready for my kids to go to bed for real. I mean, I love them. I pray over them and everything. But I, you know, sometimes enough is enough. So, you know, just because somebody else had a different struggle and they actually had to go to work and do those things, that's what happened. But we're evolving every year, every time, evolving. every every month. Yes, we're evolving into something different where it can be changes like that. And that I mean, we're still gonna have struggles. There's still gonna be issues, there's still gonna be like, you know, I need more time in the day or anything of that nature. So definitely don't feel guilty for that. Like, shout out to all the moms doing their damn thing out there because this shit is hard. This shit is, is hard. hard. We
0: definitely have it better than the people who became before us, but not as yeah. good as the ones that are no. be coming up next. Yeah. But exactly. So, and these conversations, just simple conversations, are a great way to start getting there.
1: Yes, exactly. I totally agree. Um, Even with your grandmother having a vodka under the cabinet, she needed a mom break, just like you have your mom break, <laughs> watching Grey's Anatomy. She needed a little break. She needs something to calm her nerves. And that's what we do. So I don't feel like there's anything wrong with it. Of course, my mom thinks I'm an alcoholic she's like he drink wine and you can't learn about wine and you know but that's how she was raised it was raised for a woman not to be able to do those things or not to it doesn't feel right if you're not a, dressed up as soon as your husband comes to the door and be ready and she's like why do girl he's gonna take me just like how i am no it's but, like that real <laughs>
0: that's like oh the one benefit of being married is I can look like this and I'm 125% going to get laid tonight?
1: Like- <laughs> right, exactly. He still wants all of this. He don't care what it looked like or what is clothed under or anything. He wants all of it. So, See, but yes. that is a good man and a good husband. A lot
0: of people, exp- and I've noticed it because being from Cleveland, it is such mm-hmm. a melting pot it's such a progressive yeah. city. I feel like the East Coast, even though people are like, oh, isn't that Midwest? No, shut your mouth. Uh-huh. Um, it's the East Coast. <laughs> if it takes me a shorter amount of time to get to the ocean than it does to the uh-huh. Midwest, I live on the East mm-hmm. Coast. So yeah. That's that's my Cleveland coming out. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's so progressive and so diverse. Like, mm-hmm. nobody really... I. I And I took that privilege for granted when I was young, nobody in my financial practice or when I was working in the financial industry back then, Mm -hmm. nobody looked at me and thought that I was any less capable because I was a woman.
1: Right.
0: Um, right. It wasn't until I moved to Utah where I was like, I, I, I had to like check my privilege because I was like, these are things I never thought I would ever have to deal with. Like, why are you like, right. I am a single white female and everything that entails. So I don't know why you're treating me like this. I was like, that was supposed to be my one benefit in life. And you're ruining Utah. Like, come on now. (laughs) But I don't know. I think the first step. And one of the things I love about podcasts and podcasting is just having those conversations. Yeah. Sparking that fire, the curiosity, so, mm-hmm. you know, going wherever. You know, right. Your it, mouth it, takes it, you, which can sometimes yeah, be dangerous.
1: <laughs> yeah. My mouth is real bad, real bad. <laughs> but it opens you up to things that you didn't even think about or even know about it because you've never been in that other person's situation. So you would never know the things of, you know, having me to have a different type of name or having to deal with anything of, in the wine world or mom world or anything like that because. You haven't talked to a person like that. So now that you have, you're opening up to different, opening up different doors and different avenues. And you're like, wow, I never knew that. It's all about conversation. And that is what I was saying. Wine is a conversation piece. It's a networking piece. It's so many different things that could help you. Um, And you're learning just from just speaking with me, the smallest things that you didn't even think about that those are important things to me that you don't even have to worry about.
0: Yeah, I use wine as a conversation starter. It also oh, lubricates yeah. the conversation when we're podcasting.
1: Exactly. Yeah, because I, you know, I'd be wine-draided because I need to be hydrated. So I need to be wine-draided. Need that. <laughs> so on this
0: show, my favorite part of the show, my f- absolute favorite, is confessions. <laughs> Now, this whole episode could have been a confession, but (laughs) did you prepare a confession for me? Because
1: I will sip away your sins. I know. Gosh, I'm trying to think of one. Like, oh, I can tell you one. Uh, I had a confession like a couple weekends ago. That would be good. That'd be really good. Spill Um, the beans. So my, me and my husband, we haven't been on a date since last March and we don't have like family and friends here. Okay, so um, his one of his players said that they would watch the kids. You know, they have been tested for covid, all that kind of stuff. And so we were like, hey, that's a night out. So I get dressed up. I'm so excited. I took a shot before uh, my shower because I had to relax because I was worried. So I was like, oh, I'm leaving the kids. I'm going out here and I'm nervous. You know, (laughs) it's all the different things that you could possibly think of. Take a shower, come out get dressed and of course I'm like oh maybe this outfit's not right or you know you think of everything in the everything in the world of course um or maybe I should just stay with the kids or maybe I should just drink at home and my husband's like come on no we're going out he <laughs> pours me another shot I think he poured me like two shots so let's let's okay we're on three now okay on three. <laughs> I'm gonna keep count oh god we go to a restaurant and uh he orders a bottle of wine and I'm like okay and then a <laughs> shot came Okay, um, and then I had a jalapeno margarita, I had another jalapeno margarita, he saw some friends, well, it was one of his old players um, at the bar, and his wife was with him, and me and his wife were talking and stuff, we had a shot at the bar, okay, <laughs> came back to the table, I told the server guy that the bartender was rude to me, he brought another shot over um, by this time, I'm just like, I don't think I ate enough. There was not any... Where's the bread? Like, you know how you get, like, bread baskets and stuff like that? Girl, I had, like, some meat and some vegetables and a salad. That wasn't working for me. Okay, clearly mm, it didn't. You need bread. Mind you, yes. Okay, Hannah so the Hannah said you cannot eat a salad and drink. No.
0: She no, said it doesn't
1: work. No, no, no. I can't... I, 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 there There's no bread on the menu. Either way, apparently his player's wife now like she was like my girlfriend like she was like trying to like hug me and trying to like kiss on me and like try i'm like what the fuck is going on here like i know that i've been drinking but damn like she was like all over me and my husband was just like what the fuck is going on second bottle to the table because he had people there so he was like well let's just order another bottle and i'm like oh my gosh both of those bottles were gone after this i don't remember okay i don't remember anything after that point hopefully you My husband was like the girl like switched numbers with you you know her husband was right there and she was like all over you he was like you were so drunk he was like you threw up like six times on the way home like you came home oh, and threw no. up the next morning he had to give me medicine like so i wouldn't be nauseous and he was like and then after that you want to drink some more he was like i think that you had a great night and now you have a, a new girlfriend i said oh my god i don't remember any of you know, well
0: now when your husband's on the road and you get lonely you got a girlfriend you got a little side piece that's all right
1: that's all right girl i was just like oh my god oh this never happened to me he was like see i didn't even know you swung that way i was like would you shut the hell up that is not what's happening over here you know i'm strictly dickly do not play with me like oh gosh I was so embarrassed when I woke up and I was just like what did I do I was like are the people around me okay like is everybody okay like the the kids are fine and everything and I was just like oh my gosh I cannot believe how that happened I was like see when I I haven't even gone out anywhere and look how I acted I was I I don't even know how I ingested that many drinks but clearly it all came out so pandemic two days of throwing up oh yeah I feel like there's
0: nothing worse than (laughs) Okay, first of all, I feel like motherhood permanently changes the DNA in your body. Oh, my gosh,
1: yes. But then oh, also, yes.
0: there's nothing worse than, like, being a mom, getting, like, one or two nights out, like, a year. Yes. And you just want to yep. go out. You want to party. You want to fist bump. Yes. You want to have a good time. And you're, like, and then you are just knocked down so many levels. Yes. And you wake up the next day. You're, like, hmm.
1: Totally. I can't. That's not who I am anymore. And it's sad. It's sad. I I don't know what I was thinking. I I mean, I was super thirsty that day. I I just could not believe. So was she. Clearly. Clearly, she wanted the goodies. She (laughs) wanted the bag. Okay. She wanted it. I was just. I will wash away your scents. Yes. But the crazy part is, you know how, like, you look at your phone and you just look through pictures and you're like, what the fuck? was going on. Oh my God. Like yes. You know, just like looking at your pictures, like, oh my God. Oh, then you had to look up Snapchat to make sure you didn't snap anything crazy. and to make sure you didn't put anything crazy in your stories. Cause you know, it's like um when you drink it's just like you want to do everything. You want to I buy stuff. I be buying shit from Amazon and everything. After a bottle, I mean who knows what's going to come in the mail or who knows what's in your phone. It was just like so embarrassing. So embarrassing and I drink so much water and it, girl embarrassing that's okay i'll sip away your syrup <laughs> so how many shots was that
0: uh, i got many up to 12 people? i got up to 12 drinks oh I, can, I, I counted to 12 before <laughs> i stopped and then you're like well my husband ordered a bottle and i was like oh god okay i'm losing count no more but fingers you, or toes <laughs> you can hang more than me because okay i will share a confession with you And here, actually, (laughs) hold on, because I got to pee. There we go. (laughs) Yay! So, when I had moved to Utah, after I had my son Mm -hmm. Milo, I had a Mm -hmm. lot of anxiety. I had moved to Elko, Nevada, Uh a place I had never been before. I was, Mm -hmm. I am currently 1,856 miles away from all of my family and friends. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: I'm like, okay, I had this baby here, and I was like, and it was also the first time I'd ever lived by myself. Oh my That's goodness! Not- so, uh, needless to say, I had some like postpartum anxiety because I'm like, of course, I'm all by myself. I don't know what to yeah. do with this baby. Like, I'm a new mom, mm-hmm. first time mom, whatever. Yeah. And so, I go to my doctor. And he gives, and I'm nursing. So he gives me Mm -hmm. the same dose that he would give to like a child. And he's like, you, and I think he gave it to me because it would slightly help. But I think Mm -hmm. the biggest part of it was like a placebo, like, you know, because it was like such a low dose. Yeah. It was three milligrams of this (laughs) anti-anxiety medicine. And I took it every day. And I told him, I was like, oh my God, like from day one, I just feel so much better. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I bet you do. And (laughs) so, um, but he also, he worked with me on diet, on lifestyle, on, Uh you know, all of the things like that, that a normal doctor just wouldn't do, you know, a normal doctor studies medicine they just write you a prescription and send you out the door. But this doctor, like he really worked with me on like the whole picture.
1: Uh
0: Well, I moved to Utah and me and my son's dad this is like 2 years in like my son is 2 uh-huh. years old now. Uh-huh. Um he decides that he wants to fight me for visitation. We're so we are all- now going to custody court and I go back to the doctor in Utah and I am mm-hmm. like this is my situation. I'm feeling really anxious. I can't mm-hmm. think, I can't focus. Like I I'm like freaking out. I want to go back on the medicine that I had. And in Utah, their minimum dosing laws or regulations are much higher than Nevada. So I was on a three milligram dose of this anti-anxiety medicine. When I go to Utah, he's like, well, the minimum dose I can give you for your age and weight is 50 milligrams. And then he also prescribes me lorazepam A 30 day prescription of Lorazepam. And I look look at the bottle and he's like, Oh, this is just in case of emergencies. It's an endless refill, but it's 90 tablets. I need to move there. And and I can, and I can (laughs) refill it every 30 days. I'm like, so you expect me to take three Lorazepam every day? (laughs) It's function. It's function. It's not just from the mouth. I'm just doing the fucking math here. That's, and so a friend of mine lived in my neighborhood in Utah and I came home and it was like one of the first times my son visited his dad Oh yeah. and I am at my house. I'm alone. I'm anxious. I'm nervous yeah. because I, I'm like, well, he didn't want anything to do with him. Two years right. of his life. Exactly. Why the oh. hell are you court lady giving right. him the, all of these rights, you know? Uh-huh. So I took a lorazepam and I'm like, I don't feel any different. I'm like, I'm going to open a bottle of wine. (laughs) Open open a bottle of wine. I have a glass of wine and I'm like, yeah, I'm like starting to feel a little bit better. My friend Heather, she might be listening. Um, (laughs) starts messaging me like on Instagram. I think, I don't know. Anyway, I end up going to her house and I'm telling her all this stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Like, And Uh the doctor gave me this medicine, but it doesn't work and blah, 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 blah. We end up having a glass of wine. I black out. And she is like, I don't think you're supposed to drink alcohol when you take lorazepam. (laughs) uh, Because like you're a hot mess. And I'm like, I guess (laughs) not. And whatever. If she ju- if she judges me, she judges me, whatever. Um, in Utah, everyone judged me. So I just like expected it. I'm like, sorry, I'm not blonde with, oh you know, God. 17 kids and a husband. Right. And, exactly. You know, no self-worth. Um, so, <laughs> so, so like whatever, but I remember driving home and I'm like, I can never take this medication again. And pharmaceuticals really freak me out that's uh-huh. why we are we are um very holistic over here
1: uh uh-huh, uh-huh. uh okay so yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> like i need to be able to function i am a solo yeah. parent i yeah. am a mother yeah. i'm a business owner i don't need to be experimenting with your chemicals in my body <laughs> okay like i need to function and that is why i like wine but yes Yeah, I woke up and I drove (laughs) home and I was like, oh, my God, this woman is going to think I'm crazy. Girl, no. When you're you're going through custody court and your doctor's (laughs) giving you all kinds of funky ass shit and then you're like, this isn't working, I'm going to drink some wine. And you're like thinking that you're going to open a bottle of wine and have a good time and just like forget that your life is a mess. No. Well,
1: I did because I blacked
0: out. I'm like, well, I guess mission (laughs) accomplished, but whatever
1: (laughs) exactly i'll definitely we'll definitely have to uh schedule another show to talk about that because this is my second marriage um and so everything that you've gone through i've gone through and i definitely had heavy drugs psychiatrists pastors anybody that would talk to me because i'm just like this shit doesn't make any fucking sense so yeah wine was definitely a part of my daily regiment um and uh xanax is wonderful (laughs) because <laughs> girl <laughs> uh, court and visitation and all those issues and the text messages and when you see their name across your phone you're just going well, you to get sick and going to court and dealing with them and just being in their face and then finding out about girlfriends and all this different shit like girl i've been there oh we can have a whole oh, we conversation gotta about, talk about need, it uh definitely needs tequila um or some type of brush because i can i will give you some stories believe me there should be a book a book so I, I feel you. I feel you.
0: Go schedule it right now. Go get on the calendar, cause I am. We will make yeah, some. We'll have to do that. I love a good strawberry margarita. We'll make some margaritas.
1: Ooh, we'll have yes. a conversation. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we'll do it. Oh yeah, because the single parenting thing is motherfucking real. It's hard. It's real. I mean, you know, just keep pushing forth. But I definitely understand every single solitary thing you said and when we talk about it your mind is gonna be blown okay
0: mind blown I love finding people that can relate to that because one of the things with my show is I don't want to like put celebrities or I like it would be cool to talk to a celebrity but I'm like this show is so just raw real relatable women that I'm like when I find somebody who and I've had you know, housewives and I've had married women and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I'm like, when you can find somebody who has like kind of been through more and that was like my struggle when I was in Utah and, Mm -hmm. and that was before the world of remote recordings, um, trying to find guests that weren't picture perfect in Utah because Utah, like you think of like the Instagram models and the mommy bloggers yeah. you know, everything's picture perfect, but right. I'm like, no, this show, I don't want it to be picture. It's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I right. don't want it to be picture yeah. perfect. I want it to be yes. just real relatable women.
1: Keep your Girl. Instagram model
0: uh, shit at home.
1: <laughs> that's That's what I'm saying. That's, that's the whole thing that we were just talking about, like before just being different and authentic and being your own self and just knowing that other people have been through what you've been through and A lot of us have struggles and everything. Yeah, every day's not a great day. Yes, sometimes I lock myself in the closet with champagne to get away from my kids. But um, (laughs) there is, you know, there's so many different things. And I I can definitely, when it comes to my kids, it comes to my family, I'm super, like, protective over them. Um, And I wouldn't say... Yeah, I am crazy. I would say crazy, yeah. Because, you know, everybody can <laughs> deal with a certain type of crazy. And my husband, he deals with my crazy, So he understands and he knows what he signed up for and he loves it. So it's just, but uh, when we talk about that first motherfucker, and I do mean motherfucker with the, all, everything capital. <laughs> when I tell you about uh, this next conversation, I we definitely need all the single moms, divorced moms, married, going through something, all those types of moms and people, they need to listen in because you won't believe. I mean, he was on the news and everything. You won't believe the stories Ooh. I have for you. Dude, if it's, we see had a news... <laughs> <laughs> Girl. At, the, at that time, we did. At that time, like, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, no.
0: Go book that right now. Because I'm excited I for that.
1: Because it's, like, it's not I often
0: that I get to meet someone like that I just, I just connect with on like a whole new level. Yeah. As many of you know, finance is my profession when I'm not here laughing, sipping and chatting with all of you. I have over a decade of financial industry experience and financial wellness is such a passion of mine. Like many things in the world, finances tend to look a little differently for women, even in today's generation. Weeble has simplified the stock market and investing game with an easy to navigate zero commission platform that has free real-time quotes, multi-platform accessibility, 24-7 online help, and extended trading hours. If you're looking to increase your financial portfolio and set up your retirement IRA and start investing in yourself, click the link in the show notes below to receive two
1: free stocks on me. Yes, I'm so glad because you need those types of people in your life, especially when you are a single mom. Sometimes you need those people to push you. You need those confidence words and everything like that because they don't know what it feels like to go to court and have to deal with shit. And the judge tells you that they have to go and see that child and you have to they ha- you have to stay away. They have to pick them up in their car and keep them for the whole week. And you're like, well, what are they going to eat or what are they going to do? Is they going to make sure they brush their teeth? Are they going to do this? all these different things, or, you know, you never have that anxiety of having to go to court or having to talk about child support and all those different things and struggling. It's it's good to be able to talk to somebody that has been through it. And when I say I've been through it and I made it, uh, you can do that same thing. You're making it. You're doing it.
0: Okay. Yay. I'm excited for that one. This was a great <laughs> episode. Thank you so much for being Thanks. my guest. Oh, my microphone so is way over
1: here. <laughs> I, I was so nervous. I was like You're really nervous. nervous yes the whole time yes i was like what if i don't say the right things or what if what oh. if i don't is this right or yes i was so nervous
0: don't be nervous <laughs> the show was fun Yay. i try anyway yes it was. <laughs> it was. well Definitely enjoy the rest stuff. of your weekend yes
1: <laughs> yes go. you
0: too go sign up we're doing another episode. Oh yes. Also, yes. Go to Publix or wherever Kroger. Get your <laughs> margarita ingredients, and we're gonna have a margarita night.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely do that because um, <laughs> I definitely always you will definitely need strong drinks for this. And uh, it's I don't even think I've really just shared all of my story to like people that aren't my friends. Um, so this would be like really good. It's I think you know I like to talk about things that could be relatable and. It's just the struggles that I have gone through before I got to where I am. You have no idea. So yes, keep pushing. Keep doing your thing. You're doing great.
0: Well, thank you so much. (laughs) I love. I love how we coordinated, and we didn't even coordinate. Right, we popping. Yellow, yellow and black. Oh my (laughs) god! Yes, yes, black. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Bye. Bye, girl. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. And don't forget, if you're listening on YouTube, to give this video a big thumbs up and make sure to subscribe. And feel free to share this episode with your friends. Be like... Hey, girl, just listen to this super awesome and relatable podcast from Mommy Wines. Here's the link to the episode. Have fun. You know. And to support the show and keep it growing, snag some MWP merchandise available at themommywines.com. You can also find all of my wine gadgets and my favorites right there under the shop page. For even more tipsy content, Follow Mommy Wines Podcast on Instagram. On IG, I go live with real wine industry professionals. I try new sips, connect with all of you wine moms, and share some pretty funny memes, if I do say so myself. All sponsor info and links will be available in the details below. So until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.